Thing Live episode, I don't know, 338. Uh, turns out you should probably not have your microphone muted when you start a show. Ask me how I know that. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about YouTube um, hiding dislike count. Main story of the day. I often think about my daughter and what she would feel like, you know, getting a bunch of thumbs down. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the thumbs down button is a is a bit silly. Um, but if I go to a YouTube video and it's got a bunch of thumbs down, it is helpful information. Um, it's not great for the content creator themselves to see a thousand thumbs down. I mean, and then you got like 72 million thumbs up and like a thousand thumbs down. It's just so you're not going to please everybody. But that ratio is tough on people. Um, and so there you have it. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. They've decided YouTube's like, you know what? We're not doing it. Um, you don't need to know how many people are thumbs downing your content. So as you uh, peruse the internet, specifically YouTube, uh, you're going to see that thumbs down content uh, number disappear. Uh, widely viewed content report. Facebook is going to um, send out, or they did send out a report today uh, that basically says, you know what? We're going to let you know what our most widely viewed content is so that you'll stop collectively hating us. Would you please stop hating us? This is what Facebook is, uh, I mean, desperately, desperately trying to get everyone to uh, to think. Just, just love us, please. And so they're reducing reports to that effect. Is it going to work? Probably not. Facebook launching shops and groups and live shopping for creators. Live shopping for creators in Facebook. I mean... If, as if, you know, the internet wasn't just a giant shopping mall already. You've got Pinterest with their own show um, and a lot of these uh, different um, social media platforms creating their own kind of live marketplaces. Facebook is the most recent. So again, live shopping for creators. We're going to dive into that today. Uh, freelancers can now offer their services on LinkedIn's new gig marketplace. Um, are you a freelancer? Do you have gigs? You can go to the LinkedIn marketplace and potentially make some cheddar. That's something that I should probably do um, in regards to uh, WordPress websites. So I am I am going to dive into that. I'll make myself a note. Secret Google Map tracks your movements all the time unless you turn it off, according to thehill.com. Uh, I know that's true. I knew that, that I was completely trackable for a long time, um, and I had no idea. Absolutely no idea. Um, Zuckerberg is the most worried about Apple, Google, Microsoft, Sony and others as the main competition for the metaverse. We've talked about this in the past. I think he's right. I think it's silly to think of um, of uh, anyone other than like the gamers. I mean, Sony, PlayStation, hello. Like that's the metaverse, duh. It's so funny to me. It's like, you know, when you go back and you play Mario, you know, Super Mario Brothers link or Link to the Past or any of these like old school games, that's the metaverse, bro. And you're like, yeah, but I didn't see a concert in the metaverse. It's that was the beginning. Atari was the beginning of the metaverse. So don't don't get it all twisted into thinking that Facebook. I mean, they've got users, but so does Nintendo, dude. So it's so funny to me that all of a sudden, you know, Zuckerberg's like, no, nah, we're gonna create the metaverse. It's like, are you really? Are you gonna do because it's you're developing a game, you're moving into game studio land. Um, and I understand that you got the Oculus, and I understand that that's you know a huge leg up, but I don't know, I'm not convinced. Not yet, anyway. So let's get into the main story of the day, which is YouTube hiding dislike counts. YouTube users will no longer be able to see how many dislikes a video has, a step the platform says it's taking to reduce harassment against creators. YouTube announced Wednesday it will make the dislike counter on videos private across the site, meaning the number of dislikes a video has will only be viewable by its creator. You know, that, to me, is a little silly, isn't it? It's sort of, it's sort of like saying, look... We don't want anyone's feelings to get hurt. We don't want um, the creators to feel bad. 
um, about it. And uh, but we're still going to show them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, creators, we don't want everyone else to see how much they don't like you, but but we want you to know. We want you to know that you got two thousand thumbs down on that video, just so you can make better content. But you know, we're not going to show the other people how bad it was. You know what I mean? Like it's that's too embarrassing. But we want you to know personally. So when you're tossing and turning at night about your most recent YouTube creation, um, wondering why people hated it so much, you'll know the exact number. But uh, these other folks, they won't. So sleep tight, fourteen-year-old. Uh, um, that's a little rough for me. So the company said it experimented with taking the step earlier in the year in an attempt to quote better protect our creators from harassment and reduce dislike attacks. Yeesh. The result of the experiment, YouTube said in the blog post, was that people were less likely to target a video's dislike button to drive up the account. Yeah, but guess what? You, I mean, we're talking about a human malice issue. You know what I mean? not necessarily a functional tool issue, which is to say that if someone wants to attack your video, they'll just leave a ton of comments. I mean, they'll they'll sign up for a bunch of fake accounts and they'll just, you know, or they'll dox you or a million other things. So this, this idea that we can regulate our way out of human um, evil is, uh, is, you know, it's a story as old as humanity. Um, we keep thinking we can get out of it, but at the end of the day, it's like, look, you got to look inward. You got to reflect and love has to be the primary driver of everything you do, not fear, obviously. And, uh, in order to do that, you know, the, the tools themselves, um, like a hammer can build a house or it can kill somebody. How do you want to use it? Um, just because they put like a little safety feature on the hammer doesn't mean that, you know, some person's not going to use it in a horrifying way, which is to say that social media is precisely that it's just a tool. Um, we need to work on humanity, humanity first. First of all, you know, the fact that say, for example, my daughter in uh, school the other day, she's literally writing 10 pages for this Arapaho um, project that she's doing, which is cool. And I'm for it, the project. What I'm not for is her hand literally cramping up as she writes um, all of these pages, because that is so stupid. Like if you look at the education system, we're so far behind. When's the last time you wrote 10 pages? You know, if you did, you did it to be cute, you know, to like send a message to someone or a letter or whatever. Um, nobody writes anything. No one writes anything. You might write a check and that just has to be sort of legible. And by the time my daughter is, you know, uh, writing checks, there won't be checks, you know? And so she's literally just stuck in like 2004, you know? Um, how behind are we? It's wild. And so um, in regards to, YouTube dislikes, it's like, can't we, can't we have an education system that's sort of, you know, totally, you know, Elon Musk made a great video on this the other day where he's talking about it could be, it should be completely scaffold, scaffolded. And that's a jargon term from education where you talk about how each individual can be on their own level at whatever discipline they happen to be at. So like if they speak fluent Spanish, they should be able to read Don Quixote in the original Spanish um, meanwhile, dude over here should be in Spanish one, like our scaffolding in education is, is abysmal. Um, and so, uh, if I think in education, we allowed people to follow their, their bliss and not live in this sort of, um, what's up skinny iron coming to us from Twitch. Hey, Hey to you. Um, so, uh, if we allowed them to do that, then I think they'd have more love in their hearts. I mean, where does love come from? Love comes from, um, being in an environment where you have the freedom to express yourself. Um, and, uh, you know, it doesn't come from, you know, hiding the number of dislikes on the YouTube page. That's kind of 
stupid to me. I get it though. If I'm in YouTube's shoes, they're like, yeah, I don't care if you think it's stupid. You know, we've we've run the numbers and we think this is a good positive move uh, for the internet. We'll see if there's a backlash and you never know on things like this. But anyway, you're not going to be seeing little numbers on YouTube videos anymore. Um, Koval um, is a YouTube employee employee he said the move was being implemented in response to the big problem of viewers targeting a video's dislike button to drive up the count because they don't like their creator um i mean that's a form of protest right so we're so i mean it's easy to say that if like uh yeah so skinny iron writes hiding dislikes is a move that goes in favor of big corporations you can elaborate on that i don't know exactly what you mean by that but um for me it's like let's say there's some idiot um racist you know homophobe who's creating a video and you can't show the number of dislikes on it right so there's that sort of thing too so it goes both ways um skinny iron continues but youtube is trying to sell it as a thing to defend small youtubers yeah well i mean to be fair it kind of like again like i said if my daughter's producing content i don't want her to get a bunch of thumbs down as a father that kind of makes me you know uh nervous but her content doesn't elicit that number of dislikes because it's super cute. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, if you want to be like skinny iron and leave comments on the live show, um, youtube.com forward slash send it rising is where you can do that. Twitch couts mania. Um, and, uh, if you're listening after the fact on iTunes and Spotify, we appreciate it. Skinny iron continues. If you're a gamer, remember battlefield five, how bad it was received. It was reflected in the YouTube video. Now it's not Well, bingo. Um, it's one of those things, like I was saying earlier in the show, if we can't voice our, um, angst, um, uh, that we don't like someone like you can, you can look as a parent, I know that saying no can be done in love. Do you understand that? Like my daughter's like, I want more con candy, ice cream. It's like, no, you know, um, uh, she gets all sad. That's love, right? I know you, you get this parents, you get this kids, you get this too. Ultimately, you know, that it's not good for you either. And so, yeah, if Battlefield 5 comes out and it's a dumpster fire and some person goes to the page and they're thinking about buying it, um, they would have to read the comments, essentially, um, to see that people really hate it. And I'm sure there's other places where reviews for games are left, but this is YouTube's way to sort of, I don't know, I just, I, I mean, the thing with them is they must be inundated all the time with people complaining about their product. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're YouTube, you just must be like, ah. same with Facebook. People hate Facebook. Um, but getting rid of dislikes, um, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I'm, I'm not exactly for it. I think ultimately people should be able to uh, to uh, to voice themselves and they'll have to do it in the comment section moving forward. But what do you think? Leave a comment, youtube.com forward slash send rising. Moving on, widely viewed content report. This from Facebook. Uh, they say they're publishing a widely viewed content report for the third quarter of 2021 to highlight the most viewed organic content in newsfeed which includes posts about people's favorite movies and pages dedicated to personal interests. They're going to continue to meet with academics and experts to discuss these reports in detail to consider their input while exploring product changes tied to this work. So there's been a lot of um, polarizing content uh, dominating news, the news feed. So this report sheds more light on the types of content that reaches most people, which includes posts about favorite movies and pages dedicated to entertainment, cooking, and family. That is so funny to me. So basically what Facebook is doing is they're, they're going, hey, look, idiots, um, we know you hate us with every fiber of your being um, and that our press is absolute garbage at this point. And, uh, and, but we really like our money. Okay. We really do. Like we love our San Francisco um, penthouses and we love our, you know, seven figure salaries. 
So here's an idea. Why don't you uh, recognize that we have, uh, you know, that you, the user, are actually looking at a lot of favorite movie pages and entertainment pages and, you know, whatever. And then they move on to say, we remove content from Facebook when it poses a real risk of harm like graphic violence, hate speech, or fake COVID cures. This is basically just a PR page reducing low quality content. They're looking at uh, newsfeed ranking to reduce the distribution of posts that may contain content people find objectionable. Yeesh. So um, all links to all articles are in the description. So if you want to read this little PR piece, um, it's the about.facebook.com link. You can check it out. Um, but ultimately, yeah, Facebook trying not to be as hated as they are. Um, good luck. Good luck with that. Um, this is just, you know, since time immemorial, uh, the billionaire class, the elite class, the ruling class, they, they get beat up like this um, because collectively as, you know, the middle class and lower class, we look at them and we go, this is jacked up the way you're making, you're making your money off of us. They've always done that. This is always the path. They make their money off of us um, and exploiting us in some way, shape or form. Again, if you make a post on Facebook, you're working for Zuckerberg. This is how it works. Uh, producing content, uh, your time has value. Um, the fact that you have electricity and you're inputting data into someone else's website, you're building their website, um, which is to say, don't get Zuckerberg. If you're against Facebook, don't use Facebook. It really is that simple. Any time you spend on that platform, if you're against it is, uh, is time. Um, and my brother was way ahead of the curve on this one. Very interesting. Now, before you, you know, think that I absolutely oppose Facebook, I don't. Um, as I mentioned in a previous show, I met my long lost sister through Facebook, I uh, use Facebook for years. And personally, I don't care because I don't go down the rabbit hole of Facebook hate. I just never have. I've never engaged in these stupid conversations. And ultimately, uh, it's a platform that is totally fine with me. I just know that other people, like I'm not addicted to cigarettes, for example. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm pro-tobacco. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, I understand that Facebook is causing a lot of harm for a lot of people. And to that point, um, therein lies my criticism. Um, of Facebook. That being said, Facebook is launching shops in groups and live shopping for creators. TechCrunch.com article. Facebook announced today that it's rolling out new shopping features, shops in groups, product recommendations, and a test of live shopping for creators. As I mentioned on the show before, my sister Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Smith Cosmetics, you can check her out on TikTok and Facebook, um, has made a ton of money doing lives. Um, she's very successful. Um, and uh, Facebook live shopping could be a great avenue for her. Um, according to the article, Facebook announced today it's rolling out new shopping features. Shops and groups enables admins of Facebook groups to set up an online store on their associated Facebook page. So if you are interested in selling products on Facebook lives to a specific group, that is now an option. Every big tech company is looking to make dollar bills on the live, uh, which is in part why this show is being simulcast on five platforms and is on 15 podcast platforms as well. Send it rising live. So freelancers can now offer their services on LinkedIn's new gig marketplace. This one coming from searchengineland.com. The LinkedIn service marketplace competes with the likes of Fiverr and Upwork. Um, these sorts of places traditionally have not been a good driver of revenue for my company because it tends to be filled with people that will do the work for $5, $7, $10, this sort of thing. Um, a lot of people um, in other countries where $10 is the equivalent of $100 or $50, um, they tend to get into these spaces 
Um, and so fiber and upwork is just not a winner for us in particular, but that doesn't mean that it was not, um, potentially a good place to go. I haven't checked it out. So admittedly I am ignorant. LinkedIn has officially launched a marketplace that competes with platforms like Fiverr and Upwork, giving freelance SEO and pay-per-click professionals a new place to market their services. The LinkedIn service marketplace, which first launched as a beta in March, has already attracted 2 million users, according to LinkedIn. So if you are a service provider, you can set up a page. Uh, service page will show an overview of the services you provide. There will be a rating and review section. If you're a potential client, um, you can just peruse and check it out. So this to me is sort of a long time coming. It's surprising to me that it took LinkedIn as long as it did to get here. Um, but ultimately having uh, a place for you to um, sell your services is pretty interesting. LinkedIn service marketplace is what you want to remember to check out. I'm going to put it on my list, LinkedIn service marketplace. Thehill.com secret Google map tracks your movements all of the time unless you turn it off. Google's location history feature as I pause this video on this article. Um, quick note to people who build websites. If you have auto playing uh, videos, I, uh, I'm disgusted by that. All right. So Google location history introduced in 2009 logs users locations through their smartphones. I know this because uh, one day I checked and I was like, holy smokes, that is all of my location data for like the last four years. It's wild. Um, it's just on by default. And if you think about it, uh, we've covered articles where law enforcement will reach out to folks and say, yeah, let me know where, where this person's been, that sort of thing. Um, that could get you off of a murder charge or it could get you, you know, um, thrown in jail for being the, in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's just wild, wild, um, location history was designed to be helpful and Google is able to provide a better service, uh, to its users because of it. According to the article, um, the feature is turned off by default because of the privacy risks associated with collecting geolocation data, but it's extremely easy for users to accidentally turn location history on. I think that must've been, um, the issue that I had. So maybe I'm misunderstanding this. So I think it's one of those like, Hey, do you want to turn on location data so that Google maps works appropriately? And you just hit the yes button because otherwise it won't work stuff like that. Um, according to the article, a hidden Google feature has tracked your location for years. Google's location history feature, an account-wide service that logs your movements through your smartphone, has stored the real-world comings and goings of millions of users since 2009. The knowledge that your movements are being monitored by one of the world's largest tech companies may be unsettling. And there's a way to turn it off. Obviously, um, my big question um, is... Uh, you know, oh, also, if you delete it, it's not going to get rid of any of your uh, your former data. You'll have to go to maps.google.com forward slash timeline to delete there, that there, apparently. Whew, I don't even want to get into this. I mean, it's a bit much. Um, but yeah, if you don't want to be tracked, you actually got to go out of your way to make sure that that does not happen. Um, Zuckerberg is most worried about Apple, Google, Microsoft, Sony, and others as the main competition forward the metaverse. This from businessinsider.com. Facebook's parent company, Meta, is spending billions every year in an attempt to create the metaverse. We've talked about this at length. Its main competition, the company says, is from Microsoft, Sony, Apple, Epic Games. There you go. And Google. I was about to say, I cannot believe that they are never mentioning a games company here. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's, it, again, all of these games you've been playing your entire life, these are small metaverses. Like, how hard is it for Sony to create um an environment where you go to a concert or you chat with friends. I mean, Xbox has already done this. They're already, they're already in the metaverse. So this idea that Facebook somehow is going to do this is silly to me. 
The metaverse concept that Meta is pursuing is similar to online gaming worlds with 3D avatars. Yeah, bingo, duh. So 10 billion is being invested um, into the metaverse. We get it. Facebook's going for it. Um, the Though no such market for a metaverse exists just yet, Meta is already sizing up the competition, according to businessinsider.com. Quote, as we invest in the metaverse, we know that we face fierce competition from companies like Microsoft, Google, Apple, Snap, Sony, Roblox, Epic, and many other. Mojang, I mean, like, what is it? Um, Minecraft is just a metaverse, you know? It's just silly to me. So anyway, so they're going to try to get into the gaming industry, basically. I mean, look, it's a, it's a lot to do about nothing, ultimately, because they're just trying to become Nintendo, as far as I'm concerned, you know, because you don't think Nintendo is going to have fully immersive environments. Of course, they are. You're going to be Mario running around, you know, beating Bowser up. Not I mean, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's recap the news of the day. YouTube hiding dislike counts. OK, not sure how you feel about it. If you have strong feelings about it, YouTube.com forward slash send it rising. Leave me a comment. Let me know. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't have strong feelings about it. I get where they're coming from. Ultimately, I think YouTube um, is trying to just be the kindergarten teacher as opposed to the adult, but they have a lot of uh, kids on their platform, so I get where they're coming from. Widely viewed content report. Yeah, thanks, Facebook. You want us to know that it's much more wholesome than, than the news would lead you to believe. And poor Facebook. I mean, the reality is every journalist, including myself on the planet, just beats them up all the time because they're such a huge target. They're so easy to target and to criticize. Um, because they were revolutionary in their ability to connect the entire globe. And you don't think the globe has issues? Of course it does. I'm not saying they're perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Facebook launching shops and groups and live shopping for creators. If you want to make money and you got a Facebook group, well, go live and sell them stuff. Freelancers can now offer their services on LinkedIn's new gig marketplace. Well, check it out. LinkedIn service marketplace. If you want to make some cheddar with your freelancing. Uh, Google Maps been tracking you for years, most likely. You can delete it if you want to. And Zuckerberg's worried about some of these other companies getting into the metaverse because, oh, I don't know, when you name your entire company, your ne your new next project, it puts a little bit of pressure. That's the other thing too. It's like, if you work for Facebook and, and they're like, we're meta now, you're like, oh, here we go. Because it better work. Otherwise, you look like an idiot. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show for today. Uh, thanks for swinging on by. I genuinely appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Skinny Iron coming to us from Twitch, um, showing some love. From that platform, tell a friend, youtube.com forward slash send it rising. If you want to check us out on Twitch, like Skinny Iron did, it's uh, Kautzmania, K A U T Z M A N I A. My last name is Kautzman. That's where that came from. I used to stream chess on uh, on uh, Twitch for about a year, year and a half. It's good times. Anyway, uh, have a wonderful day. We'll see you all next time.